Hello, everybody. This is Tony Ruggiero here. Thanks for tuning in, downloading, and listening to The Tour Coach. We're rolling through another crazy summer right now, another crazy season. There's lots of golf, lots of guys playing, lots of camps, lots of retreats, lots of travel. You know what that means? means lots of great content coming to you. So thank you, whether you're a golf instructor, like so many folks that reach out and listen to this podcast, or you're an aspiring golfer, somebody just loves learning about the game, loves learning about how to get better. Thanks for taking the time to listen to the Tour Coach, because we've got lots of great content coming for you, okay? And if you like the Tour Coach, you're going to love pro work on YouTube. I want to remind all of you, if you haven't seen it, go to Bushnell Golf on YouTube or go to at the Dew Sweeper on my YouTube channel and listen to, watch, Inside the Ropes, Behind the Scenes with myself, Colby Touye, Mark Hackett, and a host of others. And you'll see what it's like to be a player of all different abilities and watch how our team approach goes behind the scenes, inside the ropes to find out exactly what the magic that your golf swing needs to pick up 10, 15, 20 yards or lower your handicap or get all the way out onto the PGA Tour. It's all there for you on Pro Work, just like it is here on the Tour Coach. So thanks for listening. We've got some great content coming. We've got some great discussions, some great roundtables, and some great guests coming your way this summer and this season here on the Tour Coach. And I couldn't do this Tour Coach without the following sponsors. They've been loyal to me. I'm loyal to them. I think it's one of the missing things in instruction and in our world, people that stick together. And I think that's why we've all had so much success. I've got to thank the folks at Bushnell Golf for their support and their sponsorship of this show, my teaching, as well as the Pro Work Series, Vineyard Vines and the folks there. Unbelievable. They keep all the dew sweepers looking good. Myself, as good as you can, and all of the folks at our retreats, and especially Shrixon and Cleveland Golf, Chip Holcomb, Eddie Dry, and all of the folks there. I mean, we couldn't do it without it. It's over 20 years I've been with Shrixon Cleveland Golf. I'm not going anywhere without that mason prang and the folks over there in california take such good care of us they've got the best product that you can find anywhere so special thanks to shrikshaw cleveland golf and then finally my good friend mitch mcconnell and the folks at mcconnell automotive buick gmc here in mobile and buick gmc for sponsoring the radio and everything that we've been going on for all of these years so we've got great sponsors we've got great partners And we're going to give you great content that's going to help all of you play better, enjoy the game better, or understand how to teach it and communicate it better. Sit back, get yourself a beverage, and enjoy the tour coach. And then when you get a chance, go check out Pro Work on my YouTube. You'll be glad you did. All right, uh, sitting in here with me now on the tour coach. uh, First of all, glad that he's back and glad that he's just back. Terrible wreck (laughs) last year. Man, I was following it on social media but one of the really good guys out that you meet teaching and traveling on the PGA Tour, one of my favorite people to sit and talk to, Adam Schreiber. Schreiber's man, first of all, so glad you're able to, to sit here and chat with me. And, man, that, that that was scary, scary stuff there. Yeah, it was an awful experience. And I'm trying to figure out what uh, what good's going to come out of this one. It seems like I've had a slew of injuries, none as, not as bad as this one, but uh, – most of them, is, oddly enough, has helped me with my coaching. You know, I understand that for that. And having to do rehab on shoulders or wrists or thumbs or, you know, hips. And, you know, to to understand how we're put together and really get a better knowledge of how we work. And this one, you know, my spine being crushed and my pelvis being shattered. I don't really know where this one's going, but 
hopefully there's a silver lining coming through someday. Well, there's got to be a silver lining, and we're still going to get you down here to South Florida and Old Palm to to hang out with us sometime and and uh, have some fun because it'd be great to hang out and see you and teach with you for a couple days. Oh, I absolutely look forward to that. You and Mark, it's no better crew. Um, so let's look. It's golf's the world of golf since we've talked has gone upside down and it's crazy obviously we could talk about that for hours i'm sure but you know the and the schedule and 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 all of that stuff and you've got so we came to the end of a year here the other day and uh you know i follow you and your guys on social media you guys did great um but it's like such a quick dang turnaround how do you handle i'm curious about how do you deal with guys coming towards the end of the year and you're having to push them to, you know, to reach certain levels to either keep their card or get inside the top 70 or, and, and then, you know, heck, I mean, it's like you turn around and we're two weeks later where everybody's going back to the West coast. How, how do you deal with that? And how do you approach it with your players? Well, you know, I don't know. I mean, it's just challenging. It's a, it's a, it's a moving target right now, you know? So I'm not even sure I fully understand it. So, but one of the motivating forces that I've been selling hard is there, as I understand it, there's at least one way into these elevated. And I think there's two ways, if I'm understanding it correctly, mm-hmm. into these elevated events in the fall. And that motivates the guys because they all like money and they all know that <laughs> that's their way to being a rock star. And if they can get to that status, their life will become more manageable and arguably easier, correct? you know, in a lot of ways. So, um, you know, JJ and Sam finished, Sam finished 61, JJ finished 62 or vice versa on the money list. That's, and that's I, great. That's a great year. You did a hell of a job with those guys just from that's watching a, a solid year. You know, it was disappointing because we didn't get that top 50, which would have made next year would have just rolled the carpet out. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. With this new moving target that we're chasing. So, but one of the ways I understand getting in the elevator is if you're 51 to 60. Right. And with them being 61 and 62, you don't have to light a big fire under them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's right there for the taking. They just got to move up a spot. Right. And they're there. So, uh, and then the other way I understand is if you finish, if the top 10 money earners or point earners, whatever, out of this fall series will also get the elevator. But I think that's how the field gets filled out from 50 to, say, 75. It's what it appears you know to be, I mean? right? For sure. There's a few sponsors' exemptions and away we go. You know, um, it's going to be interesting to see. And I, I like what you said because I think that, like, every player you can look at and say, hey, I mean, they every one of them is going to say, well, heck, I should have been three spots or five spots higher you know, or eight spots higher. Uh, And so obviously it's a good motivating factor for those guys. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out with the the top players, like how much are they really going to be involved or do anything for any of the events in the fall. Right, exactly. And, yeah, it's it's. I mean, this is crazy stuff we're going through, and the money's outrageous, and nobody knows how it's all going to fold together with Liv next year, and how's that all going to play out, and, you know, we're still in the dark about that, at least as I understand it. I am, at least. Yeah, I mean, I, I teach one player, Andy Ogletree, who's played his way close to being back full live next year. And, you know, when you talk to those guys and you sit on that side, I mean, I don't know anything anybody doesn't know, but it certainly doesn't appear like that 
is going anywhere, going away next year. It certainly seems like everybody's going to operate separately at least through 24. I guess, you know. I, mean, <laughs> I know, but what happens to the elevated? Do these guys jump into those? or no, I don't and know. And how does that affect our list? And, I mean, holy moly. No, no. Well, so when you're sitting with a player, so you're sitting with a guy and he's finished 62, or or a guy that's finished, you know, even when you have a guy that maybe is struggling to get up to that level, like where do you go to sit down and like to figure out where you can help them or, or where they need to work or to come up with a plan? Yeah. Like, what do you do with them? I mean, I think the, the obvious in today's modern golf is to start with the money ball situation, right? Okay. So we just go through a statistical analysis. You know, you're, you're top 50 in this, you're top 50 in that. Oh, shit, you're 150 in this. Mm-hmm. Think right. You're 175 here. Well, and it usually, if it doesn't knock you over the head, then it's ultra-challenging, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, because then you got a guy that might be peaking close to peaking his potential. You know, and if he's not where he wants to be, that's troublesome. But I think when you find stuff like that, it's exciting. Right. You know, now how are we going to tackle this issue? Is this issue technical? Is it tactical? Are we not putting in the fucking time? Excuse me. That's okay. It's a podcast. It's a podcast. Yeah. Trust me. And nobody says it more than me. So it's okay. (laughs) All right. There you go. But, uh, yeah. 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 I'm like, the beast now. But, uh, yeah. So, you know, so if, like, I think that's exciting. You know, and, and obviously I think a lot of today's game is figuring out, you know, if we can gain 10 and we can gain 20 and we cannot lose any accuracy, that's good stuff, you know. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. When, when you see a guy and he's deficient in an area, how often mm-hmm. from your standpoint is it technical versus other things or is it just, you know, is that just, you know, it's just different every day? Mm-hmm. I think it's different every day, but I mean, I do think it's technical the majority of the mm-hmm. time. But what what is the technical solution? Sometimes the technical solution is deep on how they're put together, and without the physical aid, you're going to beat your head against the wall trying to fix the technical. Mm-hmm. You know, they might be tight or weak or not know how to activate a certain area and done this all their life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And they're stuck in that pattern. And sometimes you need the help of a an incredible trainer to get you over the hump, or you know. And I certainly ain't scared to bring in the righty. <laughs> no, no, no. I that, and that's one thing that, as I've watched your teaching and been a big fan of it, you know, is I love. Obviously, I do a lot with Colby Touye and those guys. And uh-huh. one of the reasons, yeah, one of the reasons I've come down here to South Florida. I mean, you know, is like having that resource. Like mm-hmm. it's amazing to me how many times you can get a player over the hump, if you will, or get them to feel something that you've been trying, like I've been trying to work on with somebody for six months or something, and then they can activate something or take them through an exercise and they can feel it and do it. Like To me, that's the best of both worlds when teaching. If you could have it like that every day, to me, we'd make it'd be a whole lot easier to teach. Oh, no doubt. I mean, I've had trainers go in and they're like, dude, you, you're gonna, you're never going to get that unless you unlock his QL or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
he's never going to be able to do what you're trying to get him to do. Just give me 10 minutes here and watch how much the progress in it blows your mind sometimes. Right. For sure. And it's really cool. And it's nice to have a team like that. You know, you don't feel like on an island. And, you know, I don't know about you, but I second guess myself all the time. Every day. You know, it's not, that's all we got. You know, the unfortunate part about being a coach is a lot of the results aren't in your control. You know, um, to an extent they are, but not the ultimate. One of the things yeah. I struggle with as a coach that I try to get better with is for mental health is like to not, you, you know, is to <laughs> not like not, not tie your, like how you feel about yourself to how everybody plays that day. 100%. It's so really hard. hard. That's hard to do when you do what we do, I think. So hard, man. It's so hard because your self-esteem is tied to how well you're doing your job a lot of times, and that relies on another person's performance, you know? So it's a challenging place to be, but, you know, I think if we're really – I mean, uh, it's easy to say, right? Mm-hmm. But you're really in touch with yourself. You know you're doing all the right stuff. You can let go a little bit easier. The older I get, I'm getting better at that, I will say. Yeah, yeah I'm trying. I'm still, I'm still not great at it. <laughs> See, you, you touched on something it. a few minutes ago where you talked about guys that maybe, like, are good. I'm, it, nobody that you're, you're dealing with on the tour or I'm teaching, it, it, like, they're they're obviously all very great players and talented. But where, mm-hmm. you know, like you mentioned, a guy is kind of – maybe he's reached his potential. I mean, that's a tough – What's their ceiling? Yeah, what's their ceiling? How do you how do you come to that conclusion? What do you do with that guy? I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you know, I don't think I've had, you know, I don't think I sniffed anybody peaking their potential, really. Okay. You know, even AK back in the day, I mean, he's so talented. I feel like he, he just scratched the surface. Um, so I don't feel like I've ever crossed that bridge, but it's something I'm aware of, you know, and it's like, like, I'm super proud of Sam Ryder doing as well as he's doing coming from Stetson. Yeah, it's and unbelievable. That's not to say he didn't deserve to go to a major college golf school and it wasn't as somebody would have recognized the talent and the work ethic. Right. You know what I mean? Um, but he didn't, and he didn't come through that pedigree program, and he's had to learn a lot. And to his credit, man, he's he's a hard worker. He's a super smart kid. And he learned when he sees people better than him, he goes and absorbs it like a sponge. Mm-hmm. And he figured out what what the hell is this guy doing that I'm not doing? And how can I how can I adapt that to myself and improve my life and my golf game? I, you know, I, I mean, yeah. it's really cool. I, I use guys like Sam and, you know, Ben Carr, who I teach, you know, was he's on the uh-huh. Canadian tour now, but, you know, made the Masters in the U.S. Open from the U.S. Am, like, like, but went to Georgia Southern. I, I use that as an example to all these parents that bring kids and they, you know, they're so caught up on, like, my kids got to go to an SEC school or something. You know, it's like, man, you can get – I honestly believe if you if you work hard enough and you put the right people around you – and you believe in yourself. I, I think you don't have to just go to those big schools. You can, you can achieve whatever you want to achieve and dream. You know, you're not just limited just if you don't if you don't play at a big school. Oh, yeah, that's pretty cool, man. You know, something I just thought of. Like I saw this special on this bus driver yesterday on uh, 
I don't know, it's one of those shows like 60 Minutes or Dayline or whatever. And it's this guy's like claims he has 400 kids, all the kids that rode his bus in this tiny little town for 20 some years, you know, after he got hurt, he fell off a ladder. He was an electrician, fell off a ladder, and then he decided he was going to do something to give back to the community. Drove a bus, and he's like an ordained minister, and he's married about 30 or 40 or 50 of the kids, something crazy like that. And anyways, he uh, he had two rules on the bus, and, his, and, and all the kids could recite these two rules, and they were love and respect. And I feel like if you love the game, and you respect the challenge, and you got talent, you can go as far as you want. Yeah. But the first part, you got to love it, man, because it's going to kick your ass at some point. And if you don't love it, that's going to kick your ass. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter who you are. Just We've all seen it. Oh, for you sure. know, nobody's invincible. Like, at some point, this game is freaking tough, man. And it's going to get every one of us. And if you don't love it, you ain't going to power through it. No. No, you know, and, and and it it's like you. There's so many examples of it, right? And like we we're watching it. You know, you're watching it now on tour with like Justin Thomas having a struggle, 100%. right? Right, yeah. and and everybody think you know, and 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 obviously to a different extent, but like you know, Rory's had his struggles. Like it's right. not you know like. It, struggling no. isn't isn't exclusive to just people that you know it doesn't just exclude the top 10 players in the world or whatever everybody's no. gonna have one of those at some time i mean tiger's had it yeah and it's all relative to to your level i mean scotty's struggling you could say right at least with his putting right now you know but i mean it's like you know i don't know it's just crazy stuff and one of the most impressive things i saw was with Greg Norman interview with Greg Norman's kid, and they said he was like a plus four handicap, but he never tried to make it. And they asked him why, and he's like, "I don't love it. I don't love golf. Like I need to love it to make it." And I was blown away by how old soul and astute that was. That just blew my mind. Yeah, you know? smart. Yeah, incredible. I thought, right? I mean, he's probably seen it firsthand. You know. When when you have a when you have a guy that you're working with or a girl, and they they get to one of those places, I always say like you, you know, players go to dark places, you know, mm-hmm. and and they're in one of those. Mm-hmm. Where do you start, or what do you do to get them out of it? I mean, I've had you know I've had guys I never was able to get out, and obviously eventually got fired. I've had guys that I've done okay and got it turned around a little better. But where mm-hmm. where do you start with folks when they're in that? Yeah, I think you start with appreciation, the opportunity. You know, like, yeah, it hadn't been the way we want, but we still, like, you're in it. Mm-hmm. You still got, we ain't done yet. We haven't got our ass kicked yet. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not off any tour yet. Even if we get knocked down or if we get bounced back or whatever, you know, yeah. it's an opportunity to learn from that, get better do it again and become back stronger and you know and then you like you got to tap into where they come from i mean if their faith is that it you know you go there you know you think it's just an intuitive read as a coach a lot of times but you know what you know what powers them you know i got a good feel what powers my guys and motivates them and i'm gonna i'm gonna try and uh, light that fire or you know spark it again at least that's the part that i think you know you get we get these young teachers and fortunate to have young teachers look up to us and ask advice and they 
you know, they ask these questions similar, I guess, to what I just asked you. And you're like, you know, a lot of that stuff's just the art of tea. I mean, it isn't something a quad or a track I mean, man can tell you. Sam, Sam missed three or four in a row this year, all by like a shot. Mm-hmm. He was really down on himself and just like pissed that he couldn't put it together. And I'm like, and it, it, I didn't even think he was that dark, but I just, I don't even know why it happened. But I was like, dude, you remember when you made $53,000 on the Canadian tour? And you said you'd never see that, thought you'd never see that much money in golf. That's pretty much all I had to say, dude. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't even have to go through. And then he, like, took me through the rest of the journey. Yeah. He's like, yeah, and the next year I got one start on the web and finished second and opened all the doors for myself. Like, and you could see him just, like, start to go, fuck yeah. Yeah. You know? Right. Yeah. Not what it takes. You know? That's and then it's like, yeah. But sometimes it's just instinct, isn't it? Right, right. I th- oh, I think for sure. And and like sometimes, you know, I've I've said a lot of things wrong at times. But like when things have worked out, like I I don't even know how I got to say what I said. It just happened. You know? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. But like when like I, t- I went, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, Candy Kong, this little girl who I coached since she was fourteen, right? Mm-hmm. She's playing on the LPGA, and I'm going through my divorce. And she's missed her first cut ever the week before. And I meet her in Vegas. And I haven't seen her in seven weeks because I'm at the height of all the shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> and she gets on the range, and I'm like, oh, my God, it's this bad. <laughs> and I was like, i never seen her swing that bad. It was awful. And... She's like, she got the, she had the whole posse there. I mean, there must've been 10 people there and they're like, what do you think? I was like, you know what? I think this is going to be easy. <laughs> Just threw the bullshit at him. I was like, you know, I'm going to go up to my room. I'm going to, just compare these swings to some old video. I want to come up with something really simple and easy. That w- That's doable. That doesn't make this seem any more complicated than it needs to. Because we got a golf tournament to win this week. And I said, I'll see you guys back here in an hour and a half. And away I went. And I went up to my room, and I didn't even look at a video. I sat there and meditated the whole time. Because <laughs> I, was, I was spinning, man. And I'm like, how the fuck am I going to get through this? And and all of a sudden, in my head, I'm like, I had an alarm set, and my alarm goes off. And then at the same time the alarm goes off, preset drill goes off in my head. Just do the preset with her. She's always fucking resonated to that. I go out there. I was like, this is going to put it all back together. And I didn't believe a word I was saying, dude. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't, I didn't even know why I was doing it though, Tone. That's just the weirdest part. But something in me made me do it. And at some point, and I still knew like some, that it was right to a certain extent. Yeah. 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 Uh huh. And, I'm like, all right, we just got to get the club right here on your toe line. You got to feel this line because she had it coming. I mean, she was hitting shank. She had it coming so far from underneath, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm like, oh, do I make her feel like she swarps over the top of it? Like, what do I do here? Right. You know, and I'm like, you just got to get in. You got to get your instincts back because this chick swung it dead on plane. Like, it was like up and down the track and just hit it straight as you can point. And the thing barely curved, you know? And 
I was like, all right, so right here, we just got to get your old fields back, and we just grind it for a while. Well, she she won by six because she made quad on the last hole, or she would have won by ten. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was a joke. Crazy. Like she got so nervous coming in. She actually hit a shank on the last hole. <laughs> <laughs> and fucking, uh, yeah, we reverted back and pitched out a wedge and, you know, made triple or quad the last day or something. And still won by a bazillion. It was hilarious. That's but, yeah. But I, I agree, like, the, you know, that's your instincts. Like, you know, you, you know, I think you. It's you so weird. You know, and I know that whenever I'm in that situation and and we all get there where it's spiraling, you know, the player's spinning and spiraling, you're spinning and spiraling. And it's like, to me, the thing is you've just always got to slow everything down. Like, like I love yeah. what you said there about going to your room. Like um, everybody throwing an idea at them, which happens with the whole entourage around, isn't the answer. <laughs> you uh-huh. know, you've got to slow to me. You got to slow it down and like what you did is magic. Like it's it's usually- dude. It was all bad. Like her shoulders were left, her feet were right. She had the ball too far back. Like it was gnarly. Like I was like, where do I even fucking start right now? Posture was heinous. And I'm like, like you know. And then and then as she started like finding a line, I could like tweak stuff. I'm like, all right, now get your spine strong. Like you know, get your legs strong. Like feel your feet again stupid shit that i could add in little feels and not make it seem overwhelming you know i think i mean i don't know what your thoughts are but when players are spinning like when it's spiraling to me like you get all these people around and they're all pitching in ideas and like that's the exact opposite of what a player needs right that's why that's why like the talk with myself out to the range was like yeah this is simple this will put it together there's nothing in this that won't like build good sequence help her start to feel the things that's made her a really, really, really good player. You know, like mm-hmm. you're okay with this. You're like, this is good. You know, like yeah. have to talk myself down from the ledge a little bit. Like I'm not copping out. This is the right thing to do. Like just see how she reacts and you'll be fine. And you know, then I had a couple backups I could add in, but well, to, she, you know, to me too, like you went to something like I always go to something that I know's worked really well for him before. Right. Right, right, like she, like she had an unbelievable ability to feel the golf club, uh-huh. but could not feel her body. <laughs> like had zero body awareness. It's crazy. Like it was so everything you change, like if you change where the club went, that would change where her body went. Mm-hmm. And she could, oh, that's easy. I can put the club there. I can move the club there. You know, I can move the club there. And it's like, but you can't feel this in your body. But you're doing it when you move the club there. But okay, I got you, girl. You know, like <laughs> let's go. I mean, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, I mean, everybody's different, you know. Mm-hmm. And then you got Anthony, who never wanted to feel his hands or the club. He just wanted to feel his body. He wanted right. to feel like he was did it with his body. You know, and these two, I'm coaching at the same time, and they couldn't have been any further opposite it's a joke and right. we're both number one juniors in the country at the same time isn't that insane though that like how players can be so great and be so different right and- oh, unreal. Mm-hmm. that's just like as a coach to i don't know man like the guys that think they figured out a system or figured it all out like how is that even possible it's not you know like there's no way you can ever figure it out as a coach man like not for everybody and you know, like it's just it's 
it's a lot like golf in that we're chasing something we can never perfect you know i think it i mean not to we go down this road too but i mean i think that you know these people that their systems and their seminars to like oh if you go do this and you uh-huh. can do this then this guy's got to do x and then you put them in y and then z like i mean that you know i just don't i mean i i think you're if if that's the road you go down, you're just fooling yourself to think you got more figured out than you do. Cause yeah. I've never had any success doing that. Not doesn't mean anything, but like, man, I just think a whole lot of it is, um, man, it's just being, being in there, hanging in there and caring, you know, caring a lot about what they I do. Wouldn't, I wouldn't hate the system if I had a bunch of raw clay and I don't even know how that happened. You know what I mean? I give like, you that. I, I, I think that's a different scenario. Like you got a bunch of kids starting out for the first time and maybe they're athletes, but they've never played golf. Right. What are you going to do? You know, like everybody has to have an idea of, of what they think is optimal. And maybe it's a testing for each one of them. And then you teach them all different. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Maybe that's optimal. And maybe there's not one way. Right. You know, like something that I all right. Here's something for you that I've been wondering the hell out of. Your limbs. <laughs> I love it. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. This I should go like get. I should go get a beer for this. This is one. like me pulling you side at a tournament right now. Oh, I know. I beer. But uh, all right, your limbs are abnormally long. Mm-hmm. Okay, what's that going to do to your vertical forces? Should they be higher or lower than say? Uh, somebody that's short, stocky, panda bear like. <laughs> well, there's like a couple ways you could go with that, you know. Right. I mean, uh, to me, and and I'd love your thoughts on this. Like, I'm not a huge vertical guy as far as teaching verticals. I mean, I like that more rotary, preference wise, obviously, and you know. Well, I think. So that's kind of my point. I think the ro- the the verticals are defaults of the other forces peaking. Right. So, but I also think with that guy with long limbs has more per- propensity to more vertical. Right. Because of that. And it's just like how the club stays in front of him. I don't know. It's the picture I have in my head, I guess. But. Well, especially and, like and guys with real long arms. You know how they'll get the club exactly. behind them a little more. Exactly. Right? That's the one I'm talking about. You know, right? a, a little can't... less turned because they got, you know, you don't know, like, like, you know, how, like I picture Ernie Ells right now. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, right. And then like, you could see them standing more, more verticals coming into it to get the arms back in front and to go. Through yeah. It, and right? then, exactly. Exactly. Kind of where I was going, but it's like, it's interesting how everybody's, you know, trying to peak forces for, I don't know. I think different builds have different gains in different areas. I'd agree with that. Yeah, I love that. And I'd love to see somebody come up with some kind of way of testing that. What what would be optimal? You know, your limb length's this. Your, you know, your shoulder width's that. Your leg length's that. You know, proportionately you're put together like this. I, well, I do you think were, some of Mike Adams stuff, I think, is geared along those lines, <laughs> that bio swing dynamics. You know, yeah, I, like I, his early stuff that he did, the like, what was that? Four different swing types kind of stuff? Yeah, the four laws, wasn't it? 
Yeah, that talked a little bit about that indirectly. Not with today's science, but in his own way. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a guy with sick instincts for sure. You know, that's one of the things I've learned from him the time around him is, you know, he was always pushing me, uh, you know, to add tools to your toolbox to help more people, right? I get that, you know. Um, mm-hmm. uh, my 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 thing when I go to those things and I do that is always like I have to take that stuff and then adapt it to how I teach and how I talk and who I am, you know. I can't just go spit out everything I heard at a seminar because I, I mean, my students would look at me like, well, shit, that's not you. I mean, <laughs> you know, when the hell are you, you know. I know. I feel like Mike and I had a falling out when I didn't like some of his testing. Like he, you know, like he does the thing where he puts the club across your waist. And if you pivot left, you're a left poster. You know, if you move off of your right poster, I'm like, dude, what if I tweak my left knee this morning? And he got all mad at me. What if I, um, but I was serious. Right. No, no. I get like, like, what if I did something that just said I didn't want to fucking love my right ass right now? You know, like I just got out of the gym and I killed myself in a workout and I didn't want to go there, you know, or I don't know. There's a lot of answers other than that's my ultimate. Like, that test doesn't do it for me. I want to see something more science-based, I guess. Well, no, and I, and I, and I love I love and Mike. I love, and love Mike. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Genius. Genius, so, right? But yeah. I've, I've always the best instincts, some of the best instincts you could have. And, and so. look, I've always said this. I want your opinion on this. Will be my last question. Like so, like when it comes to like the front post and stuff, I've always said like golf's rotary. Like you wouldn't throw a ball leaning on your front leg, right? Uh-huh. Like so, if a guy comes to you, and just because maybe like you think it'd be easier, like I always feel like my job is to coach and develop. If they, you know, and that's where I bring in the physical stuff. Like, well, let's maybe. Right now, he's a little better on the front post, but why can't we teach him and coach him to turn behind it, use the ground well, a little, think, push off? I also think that that guys that are naturally two directions at once mm-hmm. get misconfused as front posters because okay. they're changing over so quickly. If that makes sense, yeah, it does it does absolutely? And I I see that one a lot, man. And I still think for them to be do their stuff pure, they got to unload initially, right? You know, and you know, I think I think that's a lot of misinterpretation of Hogan, in my opinion too. Yeah, you know, like a lot of guys think he stayed over there, and not what I see. Yeah, I agree with you on that, <laughs> man. Not I want to. You're the best, I, man. Thanks for taking time. I know you're busy this time of year, um, man. I hope I get out. Yes, you did. <laughs> we got to get out there. We got to get out there and have some dinner and hang out some more. And please take a look at you. Let's find a way to get to teach together. I always appreciate your opinion and, and think the world of you and would love to do some more teaching together. Sounds great. Man. I can't wait. I look forward to it. All right, buddy. Take care of yourself and we'll see you soon. You too, Tom. I hope you enjoyed this edition of the Tour Coach and this conversation that we brought to you about playing, learning, and teaching the game of golf. We'll be back next week with another edition of the Tour Coach. In between now and next week, make sure you follow us on our social channels. You can always find me at the Dew Sweeper on Instagram or go to our YouTube page where you'll see a scene and a video from my teachings daily on our YouTube channel. You can find that by looking up Tony Ruggiero and the Dew Sweepers on YouTube. 
Until then, make sure you follow and check out everything Tour Coach and all our sponsors, Shrixon Cleveland Golf, Bushnell, Vineyard Vines, and Buick GMC. I'll be back next week to help all of us appreciate, learn, and enjoy the game of golf.